It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's Monday, July 13th, 2009, and this is Truth About Trucking Live. I'm Alan Smith, and I'm sure you know who you are. I appreciate you tuning in this evening. We've been uh, staying pretty busy here lately, working alongside of many others who are uh, getting the word out about supporting Jason's Law, which many of you know about, I'm sure. And uh, appreciate, uh, appreciate everyone who has signed the petition for the bill, H.R. 2156 support. Uh, signatures have grown now to uh, nearly 7,500 last time I checked, so we thank you for supporting this uh, very important bill, and uh, please keep those signatures coming. The more, the better. And uh, ask your friends and families to support it as well by signing the uh, Jason's Law petition. Uh, very easy to find. Just go to uh, askthetrucker.com, and near the top on the right-hand side, uh, you'll see a blue link that says Sign Jason's Law Petition. Uh, only takes about five seconds to do so, and all of us working together on this, I um, appreciate all of you taking the time to show your support for this bill that will uh, provide more safe and secure parking areas for our nation's truckers. So. If you haven't uh, done so yet, uh, please sign the petition showing your support for Jason's Law. We all need all of you to uh, help get this bill passed into law. So uh, thanks again for everything you all have done to help that cause. Uh, I want to quickly uh, let you know about a show uh, coming up right here on Blog Talk Radio uh, next Sunday, July 19th, 2009, of course, at... Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, hosted by truckdriversnews.com, Blog Talk Radio's newest talk show, Twitter Trucking Topics. We'll be uh, broadcasting live and discussing the Pickens Plan. And their special guest will be uh, Mr. Mike Johnston, a uh, leading uh, advocate for the uh, Pickens Plan. And he's also the host of push.pickensplan.com. And uh, guest Barry Stutsky, a name you're probably familiar with, my co-host and executive producer right here on Truth About Trucking Live. But Barry will be joining the crew on the uh, Twitter Trucking Topics Blog Talk Radio Show. 
and I'm sure there are a, a few other guests that will be popping in, and it's uh, it's going to be a very educational show explaining just what the Pickens plan is and how it is uh, relevant to truckers. So, uh, again, that's next Sunday, July 19th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Just uh, Google Twitter Trucker Topics Blog Talk Radio, and you'll find it very easily. And I uh, hope you can tune in to uh, their show and learn a little more about the Pickens plan and, and what it can do for trucking. Uh, so, okay, our show for uh, this evening, uh, Fight Back Against the DAC. And here we are again on the DAC report issue. Uh, if you would like to join the show, the call-in number is 347 826 9170. We'd enjoy having you on and would be glad to uh, share your DAC story live on the air. Uh, you might have read our post at uh, askthetrucker.com and you uh, may have seen uh, the videos we've put up on various sites, including uh, YouTube and Viddler. Uh, we all know what DAC is and what they do and what trucking companies do many times, very often in a way of uh, their way of using DAC to file false reports against drivers, uh, many times for no good reason at all, except that the uh, person filing the report just had a grudge against the driver or simply just wanted to get even for no reason at all or just because they can. Who knows? Uh, the DAC works both ways. It's a good tool for companies to use to share information with other trucking companies about a rogue driver or, or just a bad employee. The problem is, as you all know, uh, is that companies are just plain lying when it comes to many reports being filed on the DAC system. A, a really good driver uh, decides to leave employment for a better job or whatever. The company really doesn't want to lose them. The driver leaves anyway and someone at the company gets a little irritated over it, and next thing you know, a bad report is on the driver's DAC, a uh, retaliation tool. Oh, um, you know, like, oh, he thinks he can leave just like that after all we did for him? Well, we'll show him, you know, that kind of thing. And another false, another lie, another retaliation report against a good and professional driver makes its way on a driver's DAC report. Uh, very possibly ruining that driver's career. And what does DAC do when they receive a negative report on a driver? Absolutely nothing. Many, many times just absolutely nothing. They will just put it right on there. Uh, they could care less if it's true or not. They don't care. And DAC doesn't have to report the claim to the driver. Uh, they don't have to investigate it for accuracy. Whatever the trucking company reports, DAC takes it to the bank. That company's paying member dues to DAC, and DAC is going to take care of their members, obviously. We're seeing it time and time again. And DAC doesn't have to investigate a claim until the driver contacts them and disputes it. Then DAC has 30 days to comply. Confirm that the report is accurate and leave it on, or confirm that it is false and remove it. And there have been drivers who have disputed a report and have been successful in having it corrected and removed. 
but I'd like to see the stats on that. I'll be willing to bet that the drivers who have accomplished this are few and far between. Uh, a retaliation tool. That is what DAC has become for these um, childish-like trucking company supervisors who on purpose file false claims against a driver just because they can. Uh, I want to read you some emails I've received from uh, many of those who have uh, signed the petition to stop false DAC reporting and uh, sharing with me some of their DAC experiences. Some of the stories are pretty amazing. Here's one that says, Hi, Alan. You have all my support for this DAC scam that has been going on for years. I have always tried to be a good driver and make my appointments on time and work as a professional. About two years ago, a local driving job that I had been trying to get for some time so I could stay home with my family finally came through. I gave my employer a two-week notice, followed through with everything, did everything right, and even thanked them for all they had done for me for the six years that I had been with them. They were all very nice and courteous and said they hated to see me go, but they understood and even wished me the best. Well, what an act they did on me. The local company contacted me just a few days before I was to start uh, the job and wanted to know why I trashed the other company's truck before I turned it in. I was confused. I said, what? I'm still in the truck. I haven't even turned it in yet. I had two days to go before the two weeks' notice was up. But that's what they did. They reported to DAC that I had quit and turned the truck in in need of repairs and basically that I had trashed it inside and out. Luckily, the local company saw through it and I got the job. But if I ever wanted to go OTR again or if this local job was to end for whatever reason, I'll be hard up getting hired anywhere because of this lie on my DAC. And another one, Alan, I had given my company the proper notice that I would be leaving their employment. At the end of the notice period, I was instructed by dispatch to drop my rig off at one of their Texas drop yards, which was about 60 miles from where I live. My wife would come and pick me up and take me home. I did exactly what I was told to do. I dropped the tractor trailer off at the yard, placed the keys and BOLs and all related paperwork in the drop box, I then called my driver manager and told her that everything was on the yard, paperwork and keys in the drop box. I'll be locking the gate behind me and thanks for everything. She said, okay, and good luck with your next job. I ended up taking about three weeks off for vacation before checking on other driving jobs in my area. Once I did, I discovered that the company had filed a false claim on my DAC showing that I had abandoned the vehicle in Texas. I signed the petition. Uh, we hear this abandoned vehicle a lot. Uh, and another one, Alan, you won't believe what Dak did to me. I had asked for four weeks off so I could take care of my ailing father. I went through all the proper channels, provided the necessary paperwork that my company required, and was given the green light for the four weeks off. My driver manager told me, go take care of your father and keep in touch. Once my father was doing better, I reported back to work only to be told that I had been terminated because I had not kept in touch during the four weeks off. This is how these companies operate. The driver manager simply saying, and keep in touch, 
was actually laying the foundation for, for destroying my driving career. What I took as caring was nothing more than a setup. They turned around and placed a report on my DAC showing quit without notification. Dealing with DAC has been a nightmare. They did not want to be bothered by a driver, and here it is almost a year later, and it is still on my DAC. Good luck with your petition. Now, these are just a few. I'll, I'll share more later. But, and again, our call-in number, if you'd like to be on the show, 347-826-9170. But what I see happening a lot is where the company will report an abandoned vehicle on the driver's DAC because it is so easy to do and there are usually no witnesses. They'll get you in a uh, drop yard real late where nobody is around and other drivers there are probably in the bunk sleeping. And you drop the truck off, do everything right, and you leave. And because, you know, you hate to wake up a sleeping driver and ask them to verify on paper or whatever that you, uh, you know, you drop their, you drop their everything off, you know, okay. And let's face it, uh, most drivers aren't going to get involved with something like that. I mean, they're not stupid. Uh, another driver verifies that you did what you were told and they witnessed it, uh, then they'll be the next driver out the door, right? I mean, they, they know this, so, you know, who can blame them? Uh, so, so the company has you. It's it's your word against theirs. No witnesses. And DAC simply takes whatever the trucking company paying the member dues word is. They take uh, they take it as truth. Uh, in cases such as these, it's not the truth. Obviously, they're lies. The company is lying, which is in direct violation of the Fair Credit Reporting Act uh, that DAC is regulated by. And DAC doesn't have the, uh, in, in my the, my feelings, that they just don't have the moral or ethical backbone to investigate the truth and make things right. I mean, they don't. They're like uh, like a jellyfish, no backbone at all. Just uh, uh, keep paying your member dues, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so until we can get uh, this scam straightened out, if we can, uh, drivers, you're just going to have to take on the obligation of protecting yourself against false DAC reporting. That's that's how bad it is. That's how that's really how rough it is out there. It's a uh, it's a shame that you have to do such things when you're only trying to just make a living and do your job. Uh, but enough is enough. Um, you know, I mean, you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about when I say you're just going to have to protect yourself. Uh, start recording your phone calls. Uh, with your driver manager or whoever you speak with at your company. Record all calls, uh, calls with dispatch, calls with safety, uh, calls with uh, the log department, uh, all calls. Uh, don't delete any of them uh, because they all inter- uh, intertwine with, uh, with one another, and there's many, many, many drivers that already do this anyway. Uh, if you're not, it might be a good idea because you never know when this DAC thing's going to come back and bite you. Um, but all the calls intertwine with one another. You may speak with safety who tells you one thing, uh, then they transfer you over to dispatch who tells you uh, another thing, and when you head out to uh, do your job, uh, one of the two departments collide, and guess who's going down? It's not safety, and it's not going to be dispatch. It's going to be you, of course, the driver. The driver is the one that's going to go down, 
because when it comes to trucking, OTR trucking, and uh, I don't care if it's OTR or local driving or whatever, when it comes to trucking, just remember one thing. It's always the driver's fault, and anyone who tells you otherwise is just not being totally honest. It's always a driver's fault. Remember that. Uh, If you're told to... um, Drop off your equipment at a drop yard. Take out your camera. Take pictures. Uh, make sure the date is displayed on each image. Uh, take pictures of the yard, where you left the truck, uh, inside of the truck, outside of the truck. Uh, pictures from outside of the gate when you're leaving the yard. Uh, pictures of other drivers parked in the yard. Just take pictures of everything. Um in fact, you know what I would do? I would I'd carry a camcorder. I'd video everything. I'll, I'd I'd have video and I'd have pictures. Uh, and and call up your manager and let them know you are in the yard and all is done. And and don't forget, record the phone call. Uh, just record the phone call. We are uh, uh, we're all going to have to start pretending, I guess, that we're. Um, uh, like Desiree said on one show, that we're just James Bond 007, I guess. Uh, rec- record everything by recording device, images and, and video. and Because uh, you want to have so much evidence that you did exactly what you were told to do, that when one of these trucking company personnel decide to uh, act like a five-year-old and report a lie on your DAC, you want to be able to come back and say, uh, well, look and listen to this and just blow them away. Uh, another thing, too, if it comes down to where you want an attorney to fight that, uh, show them all the stuff you have, the pictures, the video, the recording, uh, evidence. Adding your side of the story on paper to DAC uh, just isn't enough. Most of the time it does absolutely nothing. Uh, so you want evidence, and uh, I've been advised by uh, an attorney uh, that these items, the pictures, uh, the camcorder video, even the recorded phone calls, uh, can and very much so uh, will be allowed in court by the judge or however far the case takes you. If not everything, then some. Uh, it's all up to the judge, but the point being, don't think for one minute that none of this type of evidence will be allowed. Uh, yes, it can be, according to attorneys that I have spoken with, and most often uh, all of it is allowed. Uh, so trust me, I've spoken with attorneys on this. <clears throat> and and by the way, where are all the attorneys? Um, you have a bottomless abyss of opportunities here, um, driver employee rights are being violated. It would seem to me you have an agency regulated by the Fair Credit Reporting Act. That's not following those guidelines, I believe. You have many uh, trucking companies and uh, with deep pockets knowingly and willfully filing false claims against drivers on their DAC report. So an attorney's dream, it would seem to me, or, or is it just another circumstance that, once again, nobody really cares about a truck driver? But, well, just sign... The stop false DAC reporting petition. It's uh, it's climbing up there pretty good. It's only it's only been a few days or so. I checked it this morning, and we were at 250 signatures. Uh, but we need to get that to 25,000 or 250,000. Uh, I can't 
I can't do it on my own. I need help. I need your help. So if you believe that DAC reporting services needs to be changed on behalf of fairness and legalities for the truck driver, uh, then I hope you sign the uh, the uh, petition. Uh, just go to askthetrucker.com, and uh, you'll see the DAC video on the right, and just underneath you'll see the blue link that says sign the DAC petition, and click on it and sign it. Uh, five seconds, that's all it takes, and uh, let's stop false DAC reporting uh, against our nation's drivers. Uh, and help get the word out about the DAC petition. Email it out to everyone you know. Get the get the word out. If you participate uh, in any of these trucking forums online, post about it. Put the link there. There are um, roughly 3.5 million active CDL drivers in the U.S., and there are around 8 million CDL holders in the U.S. So do you see the potential for signatures here? Uh, not just for the DAC petition, but for Jason's law petition as well. What do you think Congress and the Senate would do if they received a petition for a new law with several million signatures? Think they would take notice? Uh, Jason's law bill is nearing uh, 7,500 signatures, and it's seeing action. Um, so can you imagine if we pushed it up to even a few million? I hope so. That would be amazing. And And there's no reason we can't. Uh, but you've got to take the time to put just five uh, to ten seconds of effort into it. That's all it takes, just five to ten seconds to sign an online petition. Uh, so, you know, come on, five to ten seconds. If you believe in the cause, if you believe in the petition, uh, then please sign it. It, it. it just takes a few seconds, that's all. And as, as one guy who wrote me put it, he said, of course these are important issues. Everyone should sign. And uh, so I hope everybody helps take up the cause. So email, um, just email after email after email. Dak did this. Dak did that. My company did this. My company did that. Uh, lies, falsification, knowingly falsifications, uh, goes against the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Um, so do you realize that you can make a difference? Uh, don't think for one minute that these uh, congressmen and congresswomen and senators don't listen to their supporters. Uh, they do. I mean, believe me, they listen. It's, um, it's time for truckers to stop taking such abuse from trucking companies and the industry. The way to do that is to fight back with your electoral power. Uh, your vote counts, and these politicians... Uh, don't want to lose their jobs, just like none of us want to lose our jobs. And the way they can lose it, of course, is by the people voting them out of office the next time around. They know this. They do listen. Uh, and we all know that we can hire an attorney to fight back against a false DAC claim, but attorneys are expensive and a uh, professional driver has to keep the wheels rolling. Uh, it's hard to take the time off to meet with the attorney to show up in court and uh, all the work that's involved once the case gets going. And DAC and the trucking companies know this. Uh, DAC abuse is so easy to execute against drivers, uh, that's why it's been going on for years. Uh, but I believe DAC abuse uh, can be easy to bring to an end. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say easy. It's probably going to be a long, hard fight, but one that we're up to the task for. Uh, 
change change policies that gives the driver more rights, uh, a better opportunity to uh, present uh, their case and show that the trucking company is lying and doing these false reports out of retaliation against the driver. Um, and again, will it be easy? No, uh, but you know nothing is ever easy and just falls into place. But with work and commitment and dedication, I believe that we together. Uh, can bring a stop to false stack reporting. Uh, if we don't, at least we can say we tried, and we'll try again, and we'll try again if we have to. Uh, we'll take uh, we'll take pictures, we'll take video, we'll record conversations, uh, we'll do whatever we have to do to uh, bring. Uh, what I feel are criminal actions from trucking companies and DAC to an end. Uh, again, three and a half million active CDL drivers, uh, eight million CDL holders, and all of you have more power and authority than you realize. Think about that number, eight million. Uh, that is eight million votes, eight million signatures, eight million voices. Uh, you just have to take the time, five to ten seconds, that's all, to let those, voice, uh, those uh, votes uh, signatures and voices be heard and counted for. Uh, so sign the petition, askthetrucker.com, look on the uh, right-hand side of the page, and you'll see links for Jason's Law and the DAC uh, petition. So sign them, and let's bring uh, better change for our truckers. Now, um, let's, uh, let's talk about CDL students and new drivers just coming into trucking. Did you... Uh, did you see my post on Ask the Trucker um, about what a CDL student can do that can end their driving career before it even gets started? Um, you go to CDL school, you graduate, you get a driving job with some company, usually one of these starter companies. Uh, you drive for about a month or two or three. The company is so bad that you end up quitting. Then what happens? No other company will hire you. Why? The company more than likely turned around and filed a report with DAC. And let's be fair here, the report is accurate. Uh, they probably put on your DAC that you quit after 30 days or you quit after 90 days or whatever. Uh, no lie, no falsification, just the plain simple truth. You did. The problem is you probably never even thought that DAC would come back and bite you in the behind. As I wrote in the post, it's highly possible that no other company will hire you after you quit after only 30, 90, or 120 days or whatever the case is. And again, the company didn't lie. They didn't falsify anything. They told the truth. You did quit after 60 days. Other companies are going to be very leery of hiring you because they are going to uh, look at you as someone who really wasn't serious about a professional driving career. Um, the company brought you on, they trained you, they gave you a job, and you ended up quitting after a short period of time. Uh, they reported it on your DAC, and the report is true. But here's the problem I have with DAC. Why did you quit? What made you leave the company after only 30 days of driving? Were you uh, not getting any miles? Were you sitting more than you were driving? Were you being forced to run illegal? Uh, were you getting only the trashy loads? Were they uh, treating you like you were less than human? 
many things, many bad things could have been going on that made you quit, right? So shouldn't you have the right and the ability to contact DAC and tell them that the reason you quit uh, was because you were promised 34 cents a mile, but instead they were giving you 22 cents a mile, and you just can't afford to live on 22 cents a mile? Whatever the reason, uh, you should have the opportunity to have DAC investigate the circumstances completely, honestly, fairly, legally, and really, most importantly, unbiased. And if they find that your reasons for quitting were justifiable, then they should remove the negative report from your DAC file. That's it, fairly and legally, under the Fair Credit Reporting Act, not to just take the word from the trucking company who's paying DAC their yearly membership dues, but fair reporting and investigation for the driver. And I'm telling you, and all you veteran drivers know it, this kind of stuff goes on day after day, week after week, year after year, 24-7, 365 days per year. And, and you find your driving career destroyed before it even starts. And DAC does allow you to, to uh, dispute the reported claim, and they at least pretend to do an investigation. But all too often, in most cases, the word of the company will win over the word of the driver. There really is no fair and unbiased investigation going on by DAC. I don't believe there is, or we would see hundreds, if not thousands, of false claims being removed from DAC reports. Uh, and sure, there can be true reports placed on DAC, but this is just one example of how a seemingly true and accurate claim by a trucking company has another side of the story to it which should cause DAC to remove the claim from a student's DAC report or whoever. So what looks like a true statement from a trucking company really isn't. That's all we are wanting, honest, fair, legal, unbiased investigation from DAC. And if they won't do it and they allow trucking companies to continue to lie and, and act like a little five-year-old when things don't go their way with drivers, then... Uh, we're going to try to fight to uh, end false DAC reporting, plain and simple. Enough is enough. And I believe that those employees of the company who knowingly file inaccurate and false claims on a DAC report should be held accountable under the full extent of the law. That's how I look at it. I see things just black and white. I've always said there's only right and there's wrong, and there's nothing in between. That's just me. That's how I see things. But we need your support. We need your signature, which will say to the people who have the ability to get this changed, I support the Stop False DAC Reporting Petition. And it will say to them that, yes, this is a problem and a travesty being perpetrated upon our nation's drivers. So um, here's, an, here's another email. Uh, uh, and I see, uh, Donna, I see you there. I'll get to you here in just a second. Uh, but here's another email. Alan, my husband drove for one of the bigger outfits for over 16 years. His driving record was perfect and always performed in a professional manner. For years, he would always do the gotta-get-it-there loads. You know the loads where dispatch pleads with a driver that, that this is a hot load and it has to get there on time. Eventually, as he got older, my husband found it more and more difficult to run these hot loads. A few years ago, when asked by dispatch to cover a gotta-get-it-there load, 
He very professionally declined, saying that he didn't have the hours or energy to do it. After that, his miles fell. He started sitting more than driving, and when he brought it up to his supervisors, remember, he had been with the company for 16 years. They said they would get the problem corrected. A few months went by, and he still was receiving poor miles and poor loads. Finally, after having enough dealing with the little 24-year-old kid dispatcher, my husband quit the company and retired. Uh, With the economy the way it is right now, he decided to come out of retirement and drive part-time locally. This is when he discovered that the company had reported on his DAC that he was insubordinate and hard to deal with, or something like that. I can't remember the exact phrase. Alan, can you believe this? After 16 years of loyal and dedicated service, this is how the company returns the favor. Unable to find employment as a driver because of this, I have gone back to work part-time while he stays on retirement, which is what I want him to do anyway. He has worked hard enough. Thanks for listening and we both signed your petition. <clears throat> so this is how many of our professional drivers who keep America moving are being treated. Uh, people at some of these trucking companies, I don't know, they must get their thrills by running people's livelihood. It's the only thing I can figure. They like the power. They like the rush of uh, being able to lie to Dak, knowing that Dak will accept it as truth and and causing other people pain and hardship. They enjoy it. They They probably sit around and laugh about it. Uh, thinking it's pretty awesome that they have the power to do this and nothing can be done to them. Uh, if maybe maybe it hasn't happened to you yet, um, maybe it never will. But the possibility of it happening is there. And uh, if nothing is done about the false uh, line reporting being placed on drivers' DAC reports, you might end up being the next victim. Uh, I hope not. But that's why we need your support in signing the DAC petition. Uh, <clears throat> will it change? I don't know. But we, you know, we can at least try. You know, can't we? We can give it a shot. Uh, I know of uh, I know of various websites who have uh, contacted DAC and asked for an interview, but I know of zero who have ever received one. Uh, I didn't even try to get someone from DAC to be on the show because I knew they would decline. Um, they act like they're Fort Knox or something, the CIA. Uh, but I strongly believe that they are in violation of the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and they, DAC services, knowingly keep false reports on drivers' DAC. Uh, I believe it's uh, because their money comes from trucking companies paying membership dues, and they will show their loyalty to the companies and totally disregard the truth. And they perform meaningless and biased investigations, which will uh, ultimately be in favor of the trucking company, very likely most often. And uh, they've been getting away with it for years, destroying drivers' means of support and not caring in the least about the driver or their families. Uh, Another scam of the OTR trucking industry. Another issue that nobody wants to acknowledge or talk about. Another aspect of trucking that... Many want to keep hushed up. I mean, why? I have no idea. Money, probably, kickbacks, uh, whatever you want to call it. And uh, the ones suffering are those drivers who did nothing wrong and ended up being victimized by a trucking company who's a member of USIS, DAC, and a lie, a falsification, was allowed to be placed on their DAC report and to remain there with uh, no regard to the truth or what the consequences uh, would be for the driver. Uh, his or her family, 
uh, and their way to make a living in what is supposed to be the United States of America. So is this a conspiracy theory? Uh, no, it's just the truth. Anyone who's been in trucking long enough, uh, especially in freight hauling, knows that this has been going on for years. It's just another trucking scam, uh, like the leasing programs, another scam like the driver shortage. Uh, DAC has become the uh, greatest retaliation tool that trucking companies can utilize against the American driver. Um, we have some uh, some of the comments that we've gotten on our uh, on our petition. Um, some of them are just quick and to the point. Uh, one guy writes, uh, reporting has kept my son off the road. Uh, I feel that if trucking companies can report on drivers unchecked, drivers should be able to do the same with trucking companies. Uh, these DAC reports are what all companies use to hire us, and the ability of companies to place false information on them is very frightening. That the drivers have almost no recourse is the worst part, as these reports, false as they may be, can destroy a driver's career. If there is false information on a credit report, um, it can be disputed and even removed. Why not so for the DAC, which is regulated by the same agency? Exactly. Uh, I have been affected by this, and now I can't get a job. Uh, reporting by trucking companies to DAC costs drivers months to years of unemployment that is unfair and costly with no recourse. Uh, this abuse of DAC needs to stop, and drivers need to be treated with respect and fairness. Uh, it, just go, it just goes on and on and on. Um, one guy wrote, a free report should be uh, every driver's right once a year. Well, you do have the right for a free copy of your DAC uh, once per year, uh, but... As I mentioned earlier, many drivers are writing me, telling me they never received it. And when they check back with DAC, they are told that the report was mailed, and if they didn't get it, then it wasn't DAC's fault. And if they want another one, they'll have to pay the uh, $9.50 fee if they want another one. They they uh, they never got the free one. So uh, just another, another little thing that's going on with DAC. Uh, let me pull up here. Looks like Donna's on the line here. We've got 22 minutes to go. Um, uh, Donna, are you there? I'm here. I've been listening. I, my computer, I was on the chat listening, and all of a sudden it just said shutting down. This is my brand-new five-day computer that just decided to leave. Oh, really? uh, Yeah, I got it started back up again, and um, <clears throat> but I don't know what happened. Maybe North uh, Korea. Well, yeah, I read about that. All right. Is anybody is anybody else on the line? Am I the only one? Uh, you're the only one. Oh, okay. I I'll be honest. I expected so many people. We got so many emails about the back thing. Uh, unbelievable. And I'm not sure if they missed the show or they're just afraid to call it. If you guys are listening. And why don't you just tell the story that you you wrote to us? Um, because some of them are, I mean, I know you've read a lot of them, but I know there's a lot more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got one here I was going to kind of end with. and um, But, yeah, we've gotten, and uh, um, everybody could just be listening, you know. Uh, yeah, I know a listening. lot of people just like to listen. But I wanted yeah. just to say that. Um, at the at the gas show, um, we're gonna we're gonna bring that petition with us, and you know we'll be able to get a lot of uh, a lot of signatures out at the show, and then you just mail them in and 
you know, I'll have to look at the protocol and see what what we do, but I think we'll be able to get a lot of signatures out there. Yeah, well, this is going to be going on for a while to build the signatures up and show the support, and any signed signatures like that, like you get from the uh, Dallas Truck Show, uh, you know, they'll just be included in the um, in the proposal when we uh, when I submit it to, uh, you know, the congresswoman here in Florida. So, uh, yeah, all that helps. So that, that was actually a good idea. Yeah, you're going to be at that Dallas show. That's next month, right? Right, August 20th. Um, I'm not, I know Daniel was talking to him on Skype before. Um, I'm not sure if he's listening or not. Um, but uh, uh, he, he's going to be there. And let me see, Desiree's going to be there. And who else? I don't know if Jason is going to be there. There'll be a good little bunch of you there. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good group and uh, get to meet a lot of people. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, okay, well, you get those signatures, bring them back, and we'll uh, we'll just keep them here until we're ready to to roll with this uh, DAC petition. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to tell people, I know a lot of you guys using your iPhone, and of course, a lot of you probably already signed the petition anyway. But if you haven't, and um, you know, you just have your phone. You can you can actually sign it right from your phone because there's a there's a link for the DAC petition and uh, the um, Jason's Law petition right on the driver's resource page. So you just click on those two, either one or both, if you haven't signed it, and you can do it right from your iPhone. You don't even need uh, your computer. So okay. uh, we're trying yep. to. To think of all the angles to um, get these petitions signed, get them out there. Um, you almost have to be a, a marketer to, to, to reach people, and you know you can't beat them over the head with it. But you want to to know about it, you know. Yeah, we're, we're getting there, and yeah, that's a good point about your uh, about the uh, the iPhone. It is on there. Let me uh, okay. Let me go to this. Uh, I kind of saved this for the last here, um, 18 minutes here to go. We might uh, might end a little early, but that's okay. Just wanted to get this stuff out. But uh, I saved this uh, DAC experience for last. And um, I know we have trucking companies that listen to us. Uh, I hope some are listening live right now, or many of them will listen to the archives. I know for a fact that uh, uh, many trucking companies listen to our show. Uh, so I saved this DAC experience for last. I'm going to read it here to you. I won't say the guy's name. It's no secret. It's posted on Ask the Trucker. Uh, but he says, hello, my name is, and I am seeking employment. I have two and a half years of over-the-road experience, and I am ticket-free and no accidents. Let me tell you my story. I had worked all week with no rest trying to make some extra money for my family. So I was taking every run I could take so I could get back on track. I came through my hometown, and I had a run going to the northern part of Arkansas. I was dog-tired, but I had to make the run. I was headed up the road when I got a call from my brother-in-law stating that his car had broken down and he was trying to get home because his child was at the point of death, which the day he got home, the baby died before uh, the next morning. So I picked him up and let him make the run with me, and when we got up in the northern part of Arkansas, I got turned in stating that I had an authorized passenger on the truck, which I did. 
I was asked to write a statement, which I did, and I told the truth about it. I still got terminated, and it has made it very difficult for me to find a job, and I am at the point of losing everything. I know that there should be a company out there that is willing to hire me. I have learned my lesson, and I promise it won't happen again. All I need is for someone to give me a chance so I can take care of my family. God knows I need a job. If anybody out there knows of anything, please let me know. I am willing to relocate or whatever it takes for me to survive. So here's, here's, here's the deal. Uh, his brother-in-law needed a ride. His car broke down trying to get to his kid. So this was a driver's nephew or niece, and uh, the child was dying. And, in fact, the baby did die before the next morning. So my question is, what would you have done? Would you have told your brother-in-law, no, sorry, uh, I'm not allowed any passengers, or called your sister and say, sorry, no unauthorized passenger, or called your uh, nephew or niece and say, man, I, you know, I'm sorry, but I, I'm just not allowed to have any passengers in the truck. <clears throat> this is the problem that I have with DAC again. Um, Sure, there's policies, there's rules to go by, there's policies set by the trucking company, but come on. Now, I know many of you might be thinking the uh, same thing I thought right off the bat was, well, he should have called his driver manager and gotten permission. But let's be honest, when you're faced with a situation like that, do you really stop and think about the policies of the company do you really stop to think, uh-oh, I'm not a, I'm not supposed to have an unauthorized passenger in the vehicle with me? Uh, this is a tough call. So uh, I would like to see if any of you trucking companies that may be listening or if you hear it later on their archive shows, I'd like to see if one of you can prove me right because – I talk a lot about bad things about OTR trucking, and I also talk about good things. I'm the first to say that there are really good trucking companies out there, and there are. So I'm, I'm going to put out here, I'd like to see if one of you good trucking companies out there can prove me right. If you could give this driver a job, his, his, his nephew or niece, I don't know which one it was, was dying, and in fact, the baby did die, just like it, just like he saw, uh, he stated. And the company fired him for an unauthorized passenger. Didn't matter that you know there was a baby dying; they didn't care. The only thing they cared about was unauthorized passenger. Um, so I want to see if there's any trucking company out there that would give this driver a job. And if so, you can email me at alan at truthabouttrucking.com, A-L-L-E-N, alan at truthabouttrucking.com, and I'll put you in touch with this driver. I won't post about it. I won't say your name. I won't talk about it. It'll just be, be uh, between you and this driver because I understand there's policies and rules, and uh, most companies have an unauthorized passenger. I understand that. But, you know, there's times when you can bend the rule a little bit, and I think a baby dying might be one of those times. I mean, what do you think? So I would like for you all to prove me right 
when I say, and I say it many times, that there are really good and decent trucking companies out there. So I'd like to uh, ask you to prove me right. Email me at alan at truthabouttrucking.com, and I'll hook you up with this driver. Uh, Yeah, he made a mistake, but can you imagine the uh, duress that he was under? And just not thinking for a minute, family crisis. And uh, so if you would hire this driver, give him a chance, uh, email me, and I'll hook you up with this driver, and uh, you can restore uh, my faith that there are good trucking companies out there. So 11 minutes down, but I see uh, Desiree here. I'll try to get her on here a little bit. Um, uh, But, again, companies, email me. Give this driver a job. Give him another chance. Email me, and I'll hook you up with him. Okay, Desiree, I saw you see you up there. How's everything going? Fine. Sorry I came in late. My computer crashed, too. I just... On that last um, letter that you wrote there or that you read, I was just, it just came to my mind that, you know, in my company we have this driver CD, and I know a lot of the trucking magazines, they talk about the Goodyear Highway Heroes Award, and they're always mentioning in those little segments about some truck driver that did something to save someone else who stopped their truck and, and maybe brought those people in their truck and helped them out or helped them out of an emergency situation. And here this driver did something that was an emergency for his own family, and now his record is ruined because of it. And I just 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 thought that's really sad when I see the the Goodyear Highway Heroes on all the the trucking magazines, all the trucking magazine websites, and the driver magazine my company puts out, and to hear that story like you just told right now. Yeah, we just we just got that today. It's posted on AskTheTrucker.com, and Donna said you've got to read this. And and we get so many things like this uh, just through the email and even through snail mail and uh, uh, people calling us and everything, and we try to help them out the best we can. And, and she said, uh, you've got to read this. And I said, okay, well, let me see it. And I thought, you know, this is just ridiculous. Uh, and that's a good point you made. There is a driver heroes. Uh pulling people out of wrecks and getting them to the hospital. And, and, and we're talking about a child here. And at yeah. one point, at one point he, he said the baby died the next morning, so it must not have been a very old child. And, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, don't you think, I mean, really, this been the there rule a little bit. There has to be bit, somewhere right? where you draw the line. I mean, I looked at a court case. I don't know if this went on the lady's staff, but I was looking at a court case recently with a trucking company where the lady went home every Saturday to take care of her child that was in um, special care hospital situation and one particular Saturday they didn't weren't going to get her there or something anyway it, there was some kind of thing where they always got her there she had a special arrangement to go there and she ended up getting fired because she went there, you know, they messed up her schedule, and they fired her because of it. And it was a, it was a child that has special needs that has hospital care, and it was, you know, she had to be there, had to, had to. And when these companies are doing stuff like this, this turned into a court case that I was seeing on the Internet. When these companies do this kind of stuff, I mean, this is a, a job where we don't get to have the kinds of emergencies most people get if your tooth breaks or your 
whatever you're out, you know. But if you put in your notice and, and you've, you've done everything that you can do, emergencies happen. We have emergencies just like all the other people in the, you know, sometimes the a baby gets sick, you have a family emergency, a death in the family, and you have to make special allowances for these unforeseen things. And to, to ruin somebody's entire working career over a pride, it probably sounds like somebody just got their toes stepped on and they just wanted to make, a, make their point. And that's what I see a lot of, especially with these young dispatchers that are in their 20s. A lot of these dispatchers that I meet nowadays, they run them like a, a telemarketing boiler room. And they are extremely competitive, and they have absolutely no idea what it takes to be out on the road far away from your loved ones, to even have loved ones, you know. Uh, and, and and it's a very prideful, um, ego-driven, I'm going I'm to ruin you sort of mentality. Yeah, it is. It is exactly. You're exactly right. And uh, uh, let's see. I've got seven minutes down here. Yeah, you're exactly right. I appreciate uh, appreciate the call and uh, pointing that out. I mean, they look at these things as the freight is the most important thing on the planet. It has to get there, and it doesn't matter if uh, you're sick or somebody else is sick. Uh, obviously, it doesn't matter if a baby is dying. They don't care, uh, and this is where Dak, this driver should have the opportunity and the ability, and and Dak should be uh, unbiased in their investigation and say, you know, come on, you know, let's take this thing off of this guy's report. Uh, you know, a baby was dying, but these are the kind of things that's going on with Dak, and uh, there are just hundreds and hundreds, of thousands of stories like this. So I hope you'll. Uh, support the cause and uh, sign the stop false DAC reporting petition and and don't forget to uh, support Jason's law HR 2156 uh, we can make a difference in OTR trucking uh, three and a half million drivers eight million CDL holders uh, there's a lot of power there instead of trying to fight one by one why not fight together and let's at least try to bring change to this corrupt uh, DAC reporting issue. Uh, a lot of lives have been hurt by false reporting, so so please sign the petition. Um, five minutes down, and again, for this driver's story with the baby, um, there are a lot of good trucking companies out there. I've worked for them. I know them. I know a bunch of them. Uh, so I'll put it out there again for you uh, if you're listening live now or listen to me later on the archives. Uh, if you'll give this driver another chance, give this driver a job, he'll even he'll even relocate. Uh, so just email me at uh, Alan at truthabouttrucking.com, and uh, I'll set you up with a driver. And uh, so thanks for joining me on this Monday broadcast of Truth About Trucking Live, right here on uh, Blog Talk Radio, the media sensation of the future. So. Until next time, for Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe, and thanks for listening.
Never got a ticket, never crossed the line. Dinner's on the table, but I'll just have to wait. I've got to get it going, have to load the train. Well, I was running through Atlanta doing 58. When a four-wheeler cut me off, so I slammed my brakes. Well, the truck went left, but the trailer threw right.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.